0: Arizona Boomer Radio brings you Straight Down the Middle, Arizona's only internet golf show. Straight Down the Middle is produced by the Boomer and the Baby Incorporated in partnership with GolfMix.com. GolfMix is your place to read course reviews written by recreational golfers just like you. Learn about the course you're going to play. Check out GolfMix before your next round. Now it's time to hit it straight
1: down the middle. Four, It went straight down the middle Then it started to poke just a wee wee bit That's when caddy lost sight of it That little white pellet has never been found to this day But it went straight down the middle Like they say Back down the fairway it went smack down the fairway. And it started to slice just a smidge off line. You it headed for two, but it bounced off nine. My caddy says, as long as you're still in the state, you're okay.
0: Right down the middle, Arizona's only known internet golf show, internet only golf show, I should say. I'm Pete Peters, and I I have a couple of gentlemen on the line with me that we're going to get right into today. First of all, these gentlemen work for Golf Mix. One of them is the founder of Golf Mix, Mr. John Bloom, and his right hand person, Kirk Getzinger. And they've both been on the air with us before. Uh, Good morning, guys. How's everything this morning?
2: Great, uh, Pete. Uh, great to be
3: out with you, and, uh, and good to
2: have Kirk on board as
3: well. Yeah, I, good to go be ahead, back Kirk. with you, Pete, and uh, enjoy enjoy the chance to be back uh, with both of you this day.
0: Well, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, uh, the bid being November 1st, uh, all kinds of things are kicking off this weekend, and one of them is the uh, Charles Schwab Cup. Uh do either of you have any information on the Charles Schwab Cup that you'd like to impart to our listeners? Uh what what do you, do you expect up there? Uh, have you been up there? Have you talked to anybody? Uh just uh, kind of curious as to what your thoughts might be.
2: Well, I uh, I I had a chance to get up there on uh, Tuesday afternoon, Pete, and uh first of all, the uh, the layout looks uh, spectacular. I, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to go up to Desert Mountain, but it's uh its own world up there, and uh, you know, with the six courses that Jack built, uh, I think they, uh, it's, a, it's a very unique piece of property to begin with. So, for folks who haven't been up there, that's worth the drive alone. And then you consider that you've got 30 uh, you know, the best Champions Tour players going at it with a, a good sized purse uh, that they're guaranteed to win money at, and they've all had a good year because that's what got them there in the first place. It's a pretty relaxed atmosphere for these guys. I know they're going to be buckling down today as they get started in round one. Uh, and through the weekend, you know, they'll definitely be competitive. But I think it's a really great tournament, great environment for these guys to go and play in the beautiful weather in Arizona here in, in November now. It's shocking that we're actually in November now. But uh, I got a chance to talk to a few of the golfers, talk to Fred Funk and Tom Lehman. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's like I said, I think guys are just in a really good mood, Kirk, when they go up there at the end of the season. I know you sometimes get a chance to watch Champions Tour golf. You, you admired a lot of these guys' games over the years.
3: Uh, and,
2: and I think one guy I want to ask you about, you know, Kirk's got some interesting takes about, uh, professional golf as well, and he doesn't get to get them out there very much. So I'm, ex- I'm excited, Pete, that, that we get him in this, uh, in this venue. Uh, Bernhard Langer. Has this guy aged a day since when he first burst on the team from Germany? <laughs> he,
3: what, whatever it is, John, that he has figured out in his in his diet or or the magic uh, the magic elixir. I mean, he is playing as well as he ever has. He doesn't look like he's a, a, a day older than he was twenty five or thirty years ago out there winning the Masters, and his game is as good as it's ever been. I mean, he has just a, he's just been a machine out there this year. And it's pretty easy to tab him as the as the favorite for for this week. Uh, you know, being having the Champions Tour back to back to Scottsdale and Greater Phoenix area is a is a great thing, and uh, we've got um, a hometown feel to this event this week with several several hometown players: Tom Lehman, Michael Allen, Mark Calcavecchia, Joe Daly. Being part of the field, and so in some ways we could call it the Scottsdale uh, Champions Tour uh, Championship, but uh, it's a little broader than that. Obviously, I, I think it'll be great competition out there, John. It's like you say, when everybody's uh, guaranteed, they have a good shot at the at the top because there's only 30 players in the event, and with perfect uh, perfect conditions for the course and for scoring, the fans that go out there should really see a great show. I think.
1: You know,
0: I heard I heard that Bernhard Langer's caddy was Ponce de Leon. <laughs> <laughs> I believe well, we... it. I <laughs> buy it.
2: <laughs>
0: well, we I, I I wanna continue this conversation. I, I know that uh uh by way of segue here, John, I understand that you're on your way out to the uh uh the hole in one contest at the Biltmore, the million dollar hole in one uh Fiesta Bowl. And uh, we have uh, on the line right now, I'm assuming that's who this is, is uh, Mallory Cage. Is this Mallory?
4: This is. How are you doing?
0: Hi, Mallory. Mallory, uh, for those of you that don't know, is part of the PR staff at the Fiesta Bowl Million Dollar Hole-in-One put on by Wells Fargo. Uh, Mallory on the line is uh, John Bloom and Kirk Getzinger from uh a golf mix and uh john's on his way out to the event right now and uh he's wondering did he miss media day
4: no it's actually if you're on your way now it is from 9 to 11 so there you go time. john
2: you're in luck uh, that's great news I, I haven't missed one of these mallory in years uh i'm used to actually doing my radio show from out there on saturday mornings we won't be there uh this year so i won't have to embarrass myself on in front of the big crowd on saturdays uh How's everything set up, and and how excited are you guys to to be back doing this event again this year?
4: We are very excited. Everything looks great. We've got a couple people out here already that are ready to go at 9, and everybody's having a good time. We did a run-through yesterday, and everything seems to go real smoothly, so hopefully everybody else out there can make it out and come try your shot at a million dollars, and we've got Thirty daily prizes this year, which is more than last year. So even if you don't finish in the top three to go on the finals, you still have a chance to win some really great prizes.
0: Uh, Mallory, what are what are some of those daily prizes? I, I saw that on the site that the uh, that there are daily prizes, but what uh, what do they include?
4: Um, some of the ones we have, we've got a couple hundred dollar gift cards to restaurants like Fogo de Chao and the Cove Trattoria. It's a hundred dollar gift card. We got a couple twosomes to different golf courses in the valley, including Wigwam and Biltmore. We got a gift certificate to Smash Burger, um, a two month membership in the DDI Ride Program with designated drivers if you enjoy going out in Old Scottsdale. And we've even got a one month membership to Seville Golf and Country Club and some great watches from Fossil.
0: Wow, you got a lot of nice stuff going on. So, uh, uh, do you uh, do you recall or do you know in the past uh, uh, what some of the closest shots were? I mean, I was looking on the site, and since 1984, there's only been one million dollar hole in one. That probably lines up pretty well with what the odds are overall. I was looking up those this morning too, uh, as far as odds of a hole in one for a pro and an amateur, and so on and so forth. We can discuss that maybe a little bit. But um, uh, do you? Uh, do you have any a concept as to how close some of the other shots are that are qualifying for some of these prizes?
4: Well, we actually do have every day there sometimes is a hole-in-one during the daily prize. that gets them up to uh, the finals on Sunday, November 11th. But um, I know this year, last year we had people, or yesterday, when the dry run, we had people within inches of the hole. So there are some people that are real close, and then there's some days where people are, a little bit farther away. It just kind of depends on when you come out. I'm going to be putting some of the results up around 4 o'clock every day so you know what the top 30 are, and maybe you can come out here after work and try and sneak your way into the top there.
3: Mallory, this is your uh, Ketzinger, and uh, one of the things I saw on the site was that um, it is open till 7 o'clock at night, and so that gives people a chance to go out there at any time of the day, it seems. Um one of the things that I noticed on the site was the wide range of charities that are benefited by the Fiesta Bowl whole and one and that's the ultimate winner in in all of uh, uh so much of the Fiesta Bowl activities. Can you just share with me a little bit about the the breadth of the um, coverage that's provided through Fiesta Bowl charities?
4: Well, we just wrapped up our fall um application process to become a part of the Fiesta Bowl Charities Group. We have over 100 different organizations across Arizona that benefit from things we do like this, the Whole in one and other events that we put on where we a portion of the proceeds do go straight back to these charities. I know over the past couple of years, we've given over $2 million to these charities and cumulatively. So it's a great way to come out here and have some fun, maybe win something for yourself, but help. Others win as well. We've also got a canned food drive going on at the Hole in One, where if you come out and you bring two cans of food, you get a free or you get a two for one deal on bags of golf balls. So that's one way. It's real simple. Just clean out your pantry and come out here and get eleven more tries. And we're trying to help United Food Bank stock their food pantry for the holidays through this.
0: So then you're saying that uh, you're going to pay ten dollars get get an eleven pouch. uh of of, a lemon lemon ball pouch uh, to shoot uh, at the hole-in-one. And then if you bring two cans of food, uh, you're going to get another bag of 11.
4: Yeah, you get 11 extra tries for two cans of food out of your pantry. So you never know, that second bag of 11 might be the winning one.
0: There you go. And and the price of canned goods at at $0.39 a can or $0.79 a can, that's not a bad deal, is it?
4: No, and I mean, I know I've got cans of food in my pantry that i've bought and just haven't used yet and it's i could easily give up a can of corn and some green beans or something to come out here and give it a try there
2: you
0: go there you go john you got anything where are you in relation to the uh to your to the site now in your travels how close are I'm you it
2: in. I'm, I'm very close mallory i'll be i'll be there while, as soon as we wrap up the show uh and uh and I'm looking forward to taking my shot. I haven't I haven't held out once, but I did uh, a couple of years ago. I hit a couple of good shots that kept me on the leaderboard uh, for for a while. Uh, what I love about this event is that, you know, it can it can be any kind of golfer and go out there. I mean, we're talking about uh, I don't know what the yardage is this year, Mallory. What are we looking at? It's
4: 125 yards.
2: Okay. hundred and twenty five yards which means, you know, you're gonna have some people out there hitting wedges. you're gonna have some people hitting seven iron. There might be some some uh, little ones going out there and taking a shot with a driver, you know. I, I think it's a it's a it's a really fun event and you can just sit up there like you're hitting balls on a range. People go there for lunch breaks. I've been out there during the during the week when uh, you can see some bankers rolling over from the billmore area and the office parks and uh I think it's a it's a really fun deal. I love the fact that you give folks, you know, a week and a half to get out there, basically, uh, and, and people should know that it does go that long, and then Mallory, uh, tell us about how the final works, so if somebody does qualify for that final, uh, what I've never been able to make it, because it's always on a Sunday, and we always have a Cardinals football game, uh, but take us through what that day's like.
4: Uh, well, the finals, it's the three top people from each day head to the finals on Sunday, November 11th, and come out here. And you give your shot. And actually this year we have four grand prizes that if nobody hits the $1 million hole or we actually have two $50,000 holes you can shoot for as well. So if nobody wins the money, then we have four grand prizes, including a 10-day cruise with Holland America to anywhere of your choosing or resort vacations for two from Sears Vacations. We've got some golf membership to Wigwam or Arizona Biltmore uh tron gift card and a custom fitted bag so we've got some great stuff that even if you don't win the million dollars it's still a pretty good prize to come out here but i know the finals is just a lot of fun you come out here and give it your best shot and see what happens
0: uh mallory when you say you've got uh two golf holes three golf holes on one green is that correct
4: yeah for the finals, we have the three set up We've got the one one million dollar hole, and then we have two fifty thousand dollar holes, which are a little bit closer. I think they're at a i think a hundred and twenty and you can shoot for those if you'd rather maybe try for fifty thousand, which isn't a bad prize either.
0: Right, I, I think people would uh, enjoy having that extra cash laying around the house. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. So the other one is what? One hundred forty-nine? Did I read one hundred forty-nine, one hundred forty-five yards out for the for the grand prize for the million dollar uh, it's,
4: a, it's actually one hundred twenty-five this year. It's a little bit closer, so oh. you never know. Maybe this will be the year we get another million dollar winner.
0: So they're all at about, approximately one hundred twenty-five, one hundred twenty yards then. Yeah. Wow! Not- wow! John, I may have to go out there, and I, I, I might be able to bunt the ball that far.
4: I think you
2: can get it there, Pete. I really do. I, mean, I think you can get it there. I think if you uh, muscle up on one, uh, I like your chances.
0: Yeah, muscle up. Yeah, sort of like, sort of like the Tigers muscled up on the Giants, right? Uh... Ooh, Ooh. Short subject it... for Kirk.
3: Not for wow, me. That... I'm, I'm
2: looking to talk <laughs> baseball, but Kirk not so much with his mother city kitties.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was hoping we'd be talking about a game seven or so at this point, but uh, obviously that that wasn't to be. I I've, I've taken my flogging many times over this week about the, about being a tiger fan.
0: Well, Mallory. First of all, I want to thank you, Mallory, for joining us today. Uh, uh, just briefly, uh, give us all the information as far as the times and days, of, days of the week. And uh, and I know you've probably got to get going to get down to your uh, to get your event and uh, try to keep John Bloom in line. So, uh, if you can just give us some closing thoughts about the the hole in one, I'd appreciate it.
4: Yeah, the event runs from today, the first through. Uh, Sunday, November 11th. Qualifying rounds are through the 10th. We're open and out here every day from 9 to 7. So if you want to, like you said, come out on your lunch break. It's been beautiful weather, so it's worth it. Or just come out after work and hit some. We'll have some lights up so you guys can see. And then the top three every day, we'll advance to the finals. But like I said, we've got 30 daily prizes. So all you got to come out here and do is get in the top 30, and you'll win one of our great prizes we have. So... I hope to see as many people as we can out here. It's already starting out to be a lot of fun. We've got a good crowd going already.
0: And do and bring two cans of food and double your chances.
4: Yeah, Or actually, we also have a, a program going with Dixon Golf. If you bring 12 youth golf balls, so clean out that garage a little bit, and you can turn those in and get a two-for-one deal on bags of balls as well.
0: Oh, man, I'm going to be playing free. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness gracious! Well, those are all great offers, uh, uh, Mallory. I'm, I'm I'm glad you took the time to to be with us and uh, talk about it a little bit more. I'll be no, I'll be talking about talking to you a little bit about being out there myself, uh, doing a radio broadcast remote from maybe the final day. So uh, we'll get together on that one here, maybe uh, in a little while uh, yet this morning or afternoon. So thanks again, Mallory. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
4: Well, thanks so much for having me,
0: and I hope to see both you guys out there.
4: All right. Thank you. Thanks, Mallory. Okay.
0: Thank you. Bye. All right. There she is, uh, Mallory Cage. Sounds like it's a great time you're going to be having out there today. John, I envy your are uh, going out there early and maybe getting a, a free burrito or something as uh, part of the media.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's an amazingly perfect day right now. I think I'm, I'm looking on my dashboard, and it says 67 degrees, which is Uh, you know, about three degrees from my wheelhouse. Once we get to 70, I just want to stop it right there and keep it there and play golf. So uh, I haven't played a whole lot of golf lately. I'm not necessarily as confident as I once was uh, at
3: 125
2: yards, but I'll give it a shot and we'll maybe do some video that you'll be seeing on Golf Mix later on today. So uh, that's, that's the purpose of being out here and uh, I think that uh, they'll get a lot of traffic out here this year for sure. I think they always do. I do think it's a great event, Kirk. I'm I'm glad you brought up the element that you know oftentimes is forgotten, but is such a strong part of uh, everything that we do in this sport, which is uh, the fundraising and the, and the charitable aspect.
3: You know, John, it's amazing how many things have been a part of golf and had has such a, such a deep charitable tie in in, in so many ways. And uh, this this is just another one of those and. You know the Fiesta Bowl uh, Hole in One has been a uh, part of the Valley golf scene now for getting close to 30 years, and t- time gets on a little bit sometimes. And you just the, these these great events that we have year after year, and and the part that maybe gets you know kind of pushed in the sideline when we start talking about golf events and Fiesta Bowl football games and all that kind of stuff is there are thousands of people around this valley that benefit in some way, shape, or form from how we all participate in these events. And so there's a lot of hard work that that goes on to put these on, and I, I encourage everybody to go out there and take a shot at it. It's a lot of fun.
0: Well, it is a lot of fun, I'm sure, and uh, the fact that there are so many events uh, for so many charities around the uh, around the valley and around the state of Arizona, for that matter, and you stop and take uh, you stop and think about uh, some of the things that are going on and how some of them are. Combined or bump right up against major major sporting national sporting events, uh obviously one of them is the Fiesta bowl and the hole and hole in one, and then of course we've got the uh the waste management Phoenix open that uh finishes and the Super Bowl kicks off uh it's uh It's pretty amazing how the people uh, in the golf industry in Arizona and Phoenix have been able to tie these things to national events and it just helps i think build them all up.
2: Yeah, and I'd like to touch on something, uh, too, Pete, with regards to the Phoenix Open. Uh, you know, that'll be here before we know it, uh, basically in a, in a matter of three months. And and uh, that this is when everything starts to churn for, for that event, too, with all the, the preparation that goes into it and all the volunteers that are involved, the people that obviously are with the Thunderbirds and everybody else who's affected by that tournament. Uh, but what is what's also exciting is that we do have you know, other events that that are fun, that are different to get involved in, then then you would see many places. Uh, you know, the, and and I love the fact that the Fiesta Bowl is behind this because of you know just the the heritage of that bowl, uh, that event uh, here in the valley, what it's meant to the valley uh, on the sports scene and and uh, and also on the charity scene. Uh, and and uh, you know, just as we're talking about this, I I, I want to. Uh, Throw out some more exciting news because uh, we just uh, finalized our deal with the Phoenix Open and with the Thunderbirds that will once again be providing uh, video footage every day uh, for their website at wmphoenixopen.com. Uh, what we like to call WMPO TV, the Wasteman Phoenix Open Television, and uh, you know it's it's uh, something we dabbled with last year. It was our first foray with it uh providing them with video content and it went really well. Uh we had a lot of fun doing it. We're gonna do it again, uh bigger and better this year. Uh and we just uh you know made that uh, official. So uh already things are happening for that thing. Even though we're here and it's it's November first, uh like I said, I think it'll be it'll be here before we know it, Kirk. You're you're gonna be seeing the construction over at TPC, i C I'm sure any day now, right?
3: it it has started already john the uh, first uh, preparations on uh, 16 is the, the stands have started to go up so uh, it takes about uh, it does take about 3 months to put it all together and six, 16 is the first part of it because obviously it takes uh, takes the longest to get all of all of those structures up in place um, but uh, be, before we know it, if you're driving down Frank Lloyd uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, you're going to see those sta- see those stands from 16 uh, over, overlooking the road there, and we'll uh, we'll be talking about who we think's going to going to be the 2013 champion at the Phoenix Open.
0: Well, I'd like to ask both of you fellows a question, uh, number, uh, and that answer whoever wants to go first. Other than 16, which golf hole on that golf course would you like to watch? other than 16, which would be your favorite viewing point?
3: I'll let Kirk
2: get after it first. He's he's the veteran at TPC more than me. I
3: I have to tell you, Pete, one of my favorite things about that golf course in particular and a great thing in golf course design in general, I feel, is a drivable par four. It just brings a great risk-reward element into a tournament or into an everyday player's round of golf. And so for me, uh, 17 has always been a fun hole to watch because of the variety of things that can happen on that hole. You can see guys make a two, and you can see guys make a seven. And it's a fine line sometimes between uh, what what can cause uh, somebody to go from a a birdie to a double bogey on that hole. And especially being right at the end of the round, it provides a real level of excitement. I can remember – Couple of years ago, it was when Tommy Gainey was in the mix and uh, hit a hit a kind of overcooked his drive and put it in the lake and that that they knocked him out of it. So for yep. me, that's always been one of the places where I've really I really like to watch the tournament and it's just a lot of fun to see the tournament turn on it when you have you know a lot of, most of the time on Sunday it's the back pin position in the back left, so it, it adds an extra element of challenge because of that. And it's I think it's a I think it's a really great part of the of the tournament and that golf course.
2: I I mean I would agree wholeheartedly with Kurt, but I would also say Uh, Really what it boils down to is is take your pick from the last four holes. For me, uh, you know, that's the obvious answer. And and I can go through it, obviously, with 15 being the par five. It's definitely reachable. And, again, a risk-reward thing like 17 where guys are going to go forward in two, have a chance at Eagle, could make a seven or an eight uh, on the hole if, if, uh, you know, they end up wet. And uh, and there, you know, can be some tricky spots where they can put the the pin on that green as well. It's got a couple different levels to it. Uh, so I love 15. I think there's a good viewing, a couple good viewing spots, but it's a little tricky because you get up next to the stadium. Everybody knows about 16. It's fabulous. It's a spectacle. It is the only place like it on the planet, and I vow uh, that that's the truth because I've been to a lot of other, uh, you know, tournaments where they, they pride themselves on having a, a rowdy hole or an exciting, uh, you know, atmosphere. There's nothing like 16. And, and there really isn't uh, at g b c Scottsdale and the Waste Management Phoenix Open. 17, Kirk nailed it on why that's such a great hole to watch. And 18, it's a beautiful hole. Uh, I think it's a really strong finishing hole, uh, depending on wind direction and and uh, you know certain elements. If once once it gets down the stretch uh, and guys' nerves are, are playing a role, then I think that that hole is gets even stronger. But uh, you know that's a fun one too. I would say that the one that that is a little bit less known, Kirk, and, and I think you and I have, have talked about this spot, but. I think 11 is a fabulous hole as well, and I think if you're behind the green and you get up on that hill and you can see guys coming into 11, you can see them tee off on the par 3 12th, and I think if you just go over the crest, you can look at them tee off on the par 3 7th as well. Is that right?
3: That's right, John, and that's probably one of the best viewing points, like you say, on on the course, because you can keep an eye on two par 3s at the same time as well as uh, watch play uh, coming up at you on 11 and even in the distance you can see, you know you can see a little bit of 15 and you can see number 8 as well and so you you've got uh, quite a selection to, to keep your eye on right there and uh so I, it's one of my certainly one of my favorite spots to, to, to stand and watch out there that's for sure i think uh one of the things also that is just a lot of fun when you go out there to watch is certainly the crowds focus on 15 16 17 and 18 but if you have a chance and you have some favorite players that you want to go watch, whether it's Phil Mickelson or whomever, the, since the crowds tend to end up at those last few holes, you have a pretty good opportunity to be right up alongside the ropes watching uh, watching Phil and some of the great players play on some of the early holes of the course. I remember one year when I was watching Phil play and he hit one in the kind of over on the left side there on number five, the long par four that borders the uh, the hotel. And his ball was right on the edge of the desert, and I'm standing there within handshake distance of Phil watching him play this incredible wedge shot that he hooks around a Palo Verde tree about 40 yards off the dirt to the middle of the green. And it's just – so there's some opportunities to go out on some of the earlier holes and really get real close to the professionals and watch them play.
0: Well, I will say this. I have been to a few, a few events myself, not only there, but around when I, I had my golf uh, newspaper and we were out at a lot of the tournaments here in the Southwest. And and I've mentioned this, I think, with John. You don't really realize on TV how good these guys are when they say these guys are good. These guys are good. And uh, you don't realize what they can do with a golf ball. and uh, They can do with a golf ball what a good pool player can do with a cue ball it's just absolutely amazing the way they can make that thing sing and dance and you just don't even realize it and not to mention the distance the distances are just un unreasonable but uh what they can do with with the ball around the green working around palo verde trees uh just miraculous shots uh and they've been able to do it for a good number of years, so going back to the the seniors and uh, and so on and so forth, and the legends and all of those folks. I, I remember going to the Phoenix Open back in the day with my dad when it was down at the at the uh, Phoenix uh, Phoenix Country Club, and. And I was on the the tee box, and Johnny Miller's walking along, and he's discussing with somebody about his new Sears contract for all those wild plaid pants he used to wear, those double knit <laughs> pants. You remember that? He was talking about how how lucrative his contract was. And there's Chichi Rodriguez sitting on the on the tee box uh, on the. Uh, uh, on the on the practice range, and that's no big deal. But when you look at what Chi Chi was doing, he had a whole line of balls across the uh, across his section of the tee box, and he would stride and hit, stride and hit, stride and hit, perfect sequence. And then when you watch the balls, it was fade hook, fade hook, fade hook, and they were crossing like fireworks. Unbelievable what they can do with a golf ball.
2: I know it is. It is, and. uh and I'll be perfectly honest, when you're around it more, you definitely take it for granted. Uh, and, and I equate it to a video game, Pete. I think it's like, you know, I I was lucky enough last week to play with uh, with my good friend and our partner at golf mix, Aaron Oberholzer, and he's working his way back to the tour. He's been uh, injured for the last few years, but his game's in good shape right now. He's in good shape, uh, getting over injuries, and and, uh, and so we're really excited about him. He's really excited to get back out there starting in January uh, in Hawaii, and he will be playing in the Phoenix Open as well. Uh, and so we should also throw this out there, too, uh, as a plug, before I get to my story about him playing golf, uh, that uh, we're going to have an opportunity for somebody to actually play uh, TPC Scottsdale, the stadium course, with Aaron. And uh, and we're going to have more news on that coming out at Golf Mix in the coming weeks. So uh, stay tuned for that. It'll be a really neat experience with the stands likely still there and and everything uh, from the Phoenix Open. Um, But I did play with him out at his club in the Bay Area last week uh, when I went back there for uh, the the World Series. And, uh, you know, he gets himself in certain spots on the golf course, and there's absolutely no doubt in his mind that he's going to still be able to hit the shot he needs uh, to get himself out of it or to the green. Uh, you know, for instance, he drove one left on a hole that uh, he, he had no shot because there were trees directly in front of him. And I said, I'll just, you know, hook it around the trees and, uh, you know, land it in front and roll it on. And uh, what do you think he did? <laughs> I mean, and, and that's like what I say. It's like a video game because you can do that shot in video games more than you, most of us humans can do on the golf course, uh, you know, on a regular basis. But, but these guys, you know, that's what they spend their life doing. Uh, and they're able to work that ball, like you said, uh, magically. It's it's a lot of fun to watch, and, and I know everybody's excited for the Phoenix Open, but I'll tell you what, you want to see some craftsmanship, you can see it right now up at Desert Mountain, uh, where the champion Tour and the best of the Champions Tour are playing. I mean, these guys talk about shot shaping and, and everything else. Uh, Kirk, they've got more years of experience than a lot of the younger pups, uh, and sometimes, in some cases, they've got to be a little bit more crafty.
3: Well, I, I think I think you're absolutely right, John. And one of the things, at least for me, that has really always defined how some of the the great players, you know, versus some of the guys that didn't quite get there, is that ex- exactly that the ability to get out of trouble, the ability to make that up and down to make a par. Sometimes the the most important hole on a on a scorecard is when you save par, and and not not where you made the easy birdie on a par five, where everybody else in the field might be making birdie as well, but that's where you can really separate yourself, it seems like, so many times in these tournaments where if you make three or four up and downs from positions where others aren't, that that adds up quite a bit over, over the course of the event. But there's no question that these these fellows that are out there at Desert Mountain this week, they have been, you know, you think about the thousands of golf tournaments they have played in and the collective skill that they that they bring out there, and with today's you know, technology and course setup being as good as good as it is, it'll, it's allowed them certainly to continue showing their skills, you know, in, into the age of past 50 and uh, really putting on a great show for everyone. It's uh, it's a real pleasure to watch what these fellows play. That's for sure.
0: And I will say that I've had a, the occasion to uh, meet a few of them way way back in the day when I was over in Southern California and I would cover the uh, Skins game. and, we, and that, That's back when Palmer was playing and Nicholas and Watson uh, and Trevino. And uh, for the most part, uh, those guys uh, that are on that senior tour over there, because uh, I was at a couple of those events there as well, uh, they really are enjoying it they're absolutely enjoying it because this is what my wife would call bonus golf. When I play with her she says this is your bonus this is your bonus golf. I don't want you taking this too serious now. But uh these guys this is bonus golf. This is when they they weren't planning on playing golf at this age. And this is bonus golf. So anything that they win any good times that they have are that much more meaningful I think.
3: Hello, are we there? No, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, I, I think you're exa- I think you're exactly right, Pete. I think if you would have asked any of these fellows thirty years ago, do you think you'll have a a, a professional tour like this to play on? I'm, I would think there's no no way they could have could have envisioned this to have a twenty five event or so season to go out around the country, be in, be on some great golf courses under great conditions, and uh, have a chance and have a situation where. You have major champions like Bernard Langer and Tom Lehman competing against each other on a really high level. It's it, it's great to watch. It really is. Yeah, it really I, is.
2: I would have too. I just got distracted by a, a pack of healthy-looking coyotes walking through the uh, parking lot here at the Biltmore. So that, that uh, <laughs> yeah, that distracted me for a second. But I'm back,
0: uh,
2: and and they're not attacking. So that's good. <laughs>
0: as long as they weren't surrounding you, John, you're okay. I kept on I <laughs> kept on moving. Well, i tell you what. Well, I, I John, I think we're going to kind of wrap this up. And, and Kirk, I, I really appreciate you guys being uh, on again today. Uh, we'll look forward to the next one. Uh, we're going to be going weekly now on Thursday, so I'm sure we'll all be talking a little bit more uh, about a lot of other things that are going on as well. Uh, any, any words of wisdom uh, as far as what's coming up for golf mix uh, other than what you've already mentioned, John?
2: Uh, well, I would just say that uh, you know today's big day. We're gonna the uh, the committee is going to be evaluating all the reviews. We already have been uh, uh, keeping an eye on them for the last couple of months in our search for the Greenskeeper of the Year. So uh, we'll be naming that person uh, in the next uh, day or two of who wins uh, the Greenskeeper of the Year award. The first one we're giving out for the uh, best and brightest reviews over the course of the uh, overseeding season, which is uh, thankfully now coming to a close. And uh, and then uh, from here on out, the next two months, we're looking for people to uh, you know really go out and and make sure they write a review of their favorite course that they play a lot here in the valley. Because at the end of the year, we'll be putting out the best of 2012 uh, on Golf Mix, and that means uh, we'll be doing the top 18 in each one of our ranking categories. Uh, th- that being overall experience, course conditions, pace of play, amenities design, uh, and value. And uh, and so each one of those categories will get a top 18. We're going to recognize each one of those courses as we did last year in year one. This year, obviously, it's bigger and better in year two. And uh, and so now everybody still has a chance to go make an impact on the best of rankings. If you go out, you feel like your golf course, uh, you know, deserves a better ranking on Golf Mix, then, uh, you know, go write a review, tell us why, and uh, and the ranking will go up obviously for your course and and we'll see some uh movement over the course of the next couple of months before we uh announce those uh final best of uh ratings uh that that would be the uh, the next couple of things we'll also have some video coming up this week uh, from both the schwab cup championship at desert mountain and here at the uh, million dollar hole of one uh covering both events we're always updating the calendar so if you're looking to play in events we're going to have opportunities for you to do that. A bunch of charity events and a lot of fun ones, including some celebrities, are coming up in the next uh, couple of months. So our calendar is going to be updated shortly with, with all of those, all the details so that you can find out how to get involved with that. And we'll have uh, more exciting news coming up as well with some expansion plans. Uh, as uh, We're staying busy at Golf Mix, and it's such a great opportunity to be on with you, Pete, and, and continue to update everybody about what's going on.
0: Well, we're real pleased with our uh, with our. Uh relationship with you guys and and I know there's some things that we're probably going to end up doing uh, even more down the road ourselves as far as uh, we're going to be in maybe some of the same places together so that'll be fun too and I'm looking forward to that as well so uh, I'm going to let you go John I know you got to get in there and get to that breakfast burrito bar before they're all gone uh,
2: I'm just going to grab the 9-iron and try to loosen up a little bit get the stretching going see if I can <laughs> knock
3: one in the hole there you no, go knock, knock it in there John go after it <laughs> nice, John. thanks John
0: Talk to you later. Bye-bye. And that, that was John Bloom, uh, founder of Golf Mix. As he's on his way to the, to the hole-in-one to see how close he can hit it today. So hopefully he is going to hit it straight down the middle, as we say here on the program. And, Kirk, um, any final words from you? I think we're about ready to wrap uh, wrap this up, close things down for the day. We're going to be back again next Thursday. I think you're probably going to be with us again, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh
3: I look forward to that, Pete. And, uh, again, I would just uh, echo a couple things John said. If there's anybody out there with any events, charity events or so forth, that they'd like a little uh, uh, make sure that we have those up on Golf Mix, please, please send us a note uh, a note about that. And um, I think we have a, a great weekend of events here, and I encourage everybody to take advantage of the good weather, go out to the Fiesta Bowl, go out to the Trials Schwab Cup, and get involved in the game a little bit this weekend.
0: Great day in Arizona to we'll be playing some golf or being around golf. It's uh, great weather, great time. It's a great time of year. Well, thanks again to both of you for being with us, and uh, we look forward to next Thursday again for another episode of Straight Down the Middle. With some of that, we'll say goodbye. Hit them straight down the middle, talk to you later, and uh, enjoy your afternoon. Take care, everybody. group of the Babe show where we bring interesting conversations